This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound. This is a good one. And away we go. That's your fucking intro. I wasn't Dale. ready for that. That's the intro. Yeah, that sounds right good, dude. God. Gotta, is it changed by this episode? It's changed, right? No, because we agreed that we're going to go on a hunt, and we'll do it. Because they have to have the shotgun fire after it. You Need can, someone to yell, kill him, take him, bring him to Jesus, something. You're a producer, man. Edit that up, man. You can keep the same shotgun blast with good goose calling. Though. I probably could. And hopefully that just happened in this episode when it started. That calling session right there? You no, not that, that one? one. I was That was me making fun of the old <laughs> one. And now there's but a it Nick, sounds just like it. Now there's a new one that's really, I'm really so sweet. Sad. And, um, now we know Nick hates our calling. Perfect. Great. Awesome. I don't know whose calling that was. <laughs> I know it wasn't mine. It was all of ours. Or any of my it was students. Like the cruise. <laughs> so um Is it bad to say it's the best caller in our group? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean it's not a bad caller. I'm sure you can kill geese. It's just not something you want to put out in the world as a representation of your company. Wow. <laughs> Ouch. That started off as like gonna be a pseudo side comment and no, just went dagger no. to the heart. Mm. Ouch. All so, right, we'll work on it. Well, it kind of leads into what we were going to talk about on this one. Like, how's that calling lesson, Nick J., been going? Um, How has the calling lessons been going? Awesome, Nick dude. A. Johnson. Um, I have not listened to that podcast of uh, me and you doing the calling lesson that we did. Like, when was that? Last summer, really? I think I listened to it one time. But yeah, a lot of people it. who take the lesson um, uh, have listened to it. And I'm like... 
I should go back and look at the numbers, actually, because I talk to people and like, I've listened to that episode like eight times. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. And um, I didn't want to like give away the whole horse, I think, on that, oh. whole, on that episode. Yeah. And also... And you should. This is I mean. a constantly evolving thing. Like, I had a guy the other night that, um, he took a lesson back in, like, February. And it was, he's like, oh, you're telling me about this and that? I was like, I told you what? I said, what? I like, oh, so, shit. I will say this, like, two parts. I wouldn't, if I were you, I wouldn't worry about giving away too much in your lessons. Because it always changes, right? A, it always changes. And B, not everything is applicable to, every, applicable to everybody. Right. And so... The other side of that is anybody who has listened to that don't think you don't still need a lesson because the one thing you're going to get with an in-person lesson is you're going to be able to diagnose the exact thing they need to work on. Yeah. Where you might be, if you're just somebody listening to it, you might be like, oh, I can do that to fix this. And you're probably doing some other bad habit you developed that hasn't been brought up in that calling lesson and nobody might catch, but somebody that knows calling as well as you do would be like, Oh, the reason you're not doing this note actually has to do with the way you're doing that note or whatever. I mean, here's me talking on my ass. I'm bro sciencing this cause I am right. not a calling expert. And I guess if anybody doesn't know, we did take the lesson back in May, whatever current form it had manifested into then. And I flew to Idaho and I have some guys who wanted to put it onto an app and so how's the app come along? Um, it's coming along, but it is, it, I, it's an intimidating amount of content. Yeah. And, uh, I don't even know if they know what they're getting when they bought me there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're just going to do a little ooh, it like, nope, this is pretty in depth. No, sir. <laughs> I had a, like an eight foot by four foot styrofoam board hung up in my wall and I'd go down and I'd work on it every single night. And I did, um, 30 lessons in 10 days trying to like just like when I really thought it was good I then I did 30 and 10 I was doing three lessons a day and uh just to get every like word mm -hmm. kind of like nailed down and I had post-it notes and scribble marks and entire essays it looks like you're trying to track down a serial yeah, killer exactly dude it was just <laughs> missing red string on that thing and it all, you know what, it's almost a little too much. So I think what I was, what I've been doing now lately is just kind of learning like on a personal level when you're talking to somebody like, I don't need to prove how fucking smart I am. I need mm -hmm. to get this person to be a better caller. Like I sure. have this information, but it's not really applicable right now. They don't need to know. You, if you give somebody too much, it's too much. You know, I just want these, I want the, the, the call to be coming out pronounced correctly. And, um, they have been getting so fun, man. Like, it's starting to get to the point where I'm like, I feel like I make friends, like, every time now. It's kind of mm -hmm. weird. Like, cool. uh, the lesson's like an hour, but they're starting to go two. <laughs> like, you know, because we're just bullshitting. You want to get a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, they're really awesome. And uh, I feel like I learn something every single time, like, a, um, uh, in terms of, like, working on, I worked on a guy, with a guy on his uh, rolling double clock the other night, and this is somebody who had taken the lesson, so one thing I tell everybody who takes it is, like, please, please, um, let me know if there's ever a hang-up in the future, because I want, I want to know where I need to improve the lesson. If you're getting a hang-up and you're not learning something, then obviously... I could explain it better. Yeah. And uh, maybe I can notice a pattern. Well, I probably should book you for one because I definitely need help. Two, I need to be more disciplined because the first time I picked up and blew my call this year was Saturday when I went to go look for my call mm -hmm. to be ready for Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> and, you know. So really brushing up on it. I was just really you know what? Yeah. crafting. 
the way I put it in my lesson too is that, uh, at the end we go over like how to practice. And by the end of the lesson, you kind of know here's what I have to practice. Mm-hmm. And then I say, all right, I want you to make sure you try to practice every single day. And they're like, all right, all right, all right. Like for five seconds. And they're like, what? Like five yeah, seconds. Just work is, on the fundamentals. Yeah, just you're just going to pick one thing out. I'm going to try to get better at X. If you do five seconds at that, you're going to walk away with an insight. Like, all right. And even if your insight was, uh, fuck, I did that better yesterday than I even did it today. In fact, I'm way worse today. Just you having that insight from blowing a call five seconds, you're going to like mentally work through. Um, you'll be better tomorrow because you're worse today, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I have no excuse because I have um, a pretty long drive to where I've been working lately. So I got like an hour and a half to just be rocking the thing. I don't think that's a good <laughs> I don't think that's a good scenario to practice, dude. I really don't. And a lot of people, um, two hands I, hear on the that, wheel? I hear that all the time about com- practicing during your commute. And I, I strongly recommend not to. Really? I don't think Why? that's a good idea because you're going to develop bad habits. Um, uh, if you start veering off of, if you start letting your mind wander to a point where you're no longer focused on it at all, you, you, do can, have to, you do have to split your focus. That's for sure. And, and you, you know, you do those five, uh, I mean, people are practicing longer than five seconds. You sit down, you practice for like 45 seconds or a minute, like you stay focused and you kind of like work yeah. on one thing and you'll leave with an insight, not just like, bleep, 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 I suck after like 45 minutes. Like the biggest thing is just, um. How are you going to keep the goose call fun for tomorrow and like eager to get back to it? I talked to a dog trainer. He said this. Oh, it's just like the way we train dogs. I was like, what do you mean? And he said, uh, yeah, like eight, ten minutes is all you really do with them. I was like, yeah, you got to keep it fun. I don't know shit about dogs. And um, yeah, you got to keep it fun. Exactly. Like that's why my yard looks the way it does because cleaning, it's not fun. Well, um, for dog hunting, it's. That is a pretty good analogy, I think, because with dog training, I've done some dog training, and it's you got to keep it fun, but you also don't want to do too much because if you do too much, it's too much. You start <laughs> the dog loses focus, and it's mm-hmm. like you change. It's not like you went a half hour only working on sit stay. Like you usually, kind of mix it up, and then by by the end of the lesson, now you're working on a heel instead of a fetch or whatever. And so the dog's like, wait, what are we doing again? What, what, mm-hmm. you know, so you keep it short, focused, you're going to get a lot more out of it. And some, and I'm not trying to like discourage all fucking around type style practicing because you do actually develop some of your own sequencing when you're doing that mm-hmm. and your own transitionings, but it has to be well, like, probably a after font. you get the fundamentals done. Get the fundamentals done. I mean, yeah. or at least be having a good time and not like forcing yourself to do this because I'm on my commute and I'm going to be right. a good goose caller by September 1 and that does not work for people man like um and I you know it's like why doesn't some of this stuff work for people why doesn't like YouTube there are 40,000 how to do a spit note videos on YouTube right now well why would somebody pay me to teach them how to do a spit note I think it goes back to what we mentioned before it's like there's that personal face to face you know right the moment they mess up and again so you're there to kind of coach them you're there to you can pick it up the guy on YouTube there's no feedback from that guy. No. You're just watching it going, do this, do that, do this, do that. But the, here's the weird thing, though. The guy on YouTube, his instruction is correct. Like, what he's saying mm-hmm. to do is the thing to do. Um, but it never, not never, it very rarely translates to the person watching it actually learning that skill. Um because they're probably not doing it the right way. And well, it's they just They don't know how too, to do it the right way. It's just too broad. So... Um, you know, like one time I put it in a, in the context of 
you know, if you owned like a 1964 muscle car and or something like that, I don't, I don't know shit about cars, but whatever. <laughs> it's got a stick shift in it, right? Great analogy. Yeah, it's got a stick shift, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you spent a lot of money on it, and you really uh, cherish this thing. And I said, "Hey, Dale, can I drive it?" And you're like, "Yeah, go ahead, man." And I'm like, "Well, I've never drove a stick shift. How does it work?" And you say, "When uh, you go faster, you put it in a higher gear." Right. That's correct. <laughs> but, are you gonna let me sit yeah, in the driver's seat exactly, and drive it yeah there's just no like context like okay so here's how a here's yeah. how a clutch works well that's what i was trying to that's what i was trying to say and and also i think poorly. that um we're trying to learn one language when we when we learn goose we're trying to learn how to do o's and i's and um when they when you teach a a, a piecemeal set uh, a version of that like here's a spit note here's a cluck here's a double cluck here's a rolling double cluck it's it comes off it comes off as like each word being its entirely own language. So you're trying to learn something different for like every single word is um, in a different dialect of a different language. Sure. And I'm trying to piece this together. Like this isn't separate shit. This is the same shit. Here's how this leads to that. And here's the dirty little secret to the whole goddamn thing. Everybody can do everything already. Um, when you do a cluck, look. You've done every single sound a goose call can make correctly. So when I'm trying to get somebody to get a spit note, when I'm trying to explain how to do these rolling double clucks, getting speed, why you're not able to achieve speed, I'm not, I'm not working with somebody on skill attainment. I'm only working with them on skill application. And why, won't, why can't they take a skill they already know? Because they can do OIT in a cluck, but they can't go cluck, 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 cluck. Why can't they do that? Because they have muscle memory that won't allow them to, right. you know. So yep. sometimes just knowing about like, here's what's stopping you from doing it. Here's how you get over it. It's just enough. That's all it takes, really. Well, and that's what happened with me on that very first one that we did with that lesson. It's like I was able to make that sound, but then when we went back and just ran through the fundamentals, I couldn't do one of the fundamentals the right way. Oh, dude! Because I had learned the wrong way of making that note. The easiest <laughs> like sound we make is something that a child would do. Um, without any instruction. And um, any human being, if you hand them a goose call, this is the sound they would make when you told them to blow through it. The only people on the face of the planet who cannot make this sound are fucking goose hunters. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> the no voice. Yeah, the, the non-vocalized O note. And um, I had a guy a couple weeks ago, and um, I said, all right, we're going to do that. You know, we, we went through the whole process of explaining it, and then we performed it, and he was doing a spit train. Like, I was like, what the... No, no, you're a little off. <laughs> he was an excellent goose caller, sure. excellent goose caller. And I'm like to the point where when we started talking, I started feeling a little intimidated. Like I haven't had a guy this good in a while, you know, that's coming mm -hmm. here. Like what am I going to do? Talk about contest stuff. And then we hit the non-vocalized <laughs> right. O note. And I was like, we've got some work. Thank God. Thank you. <laughs> You're not just going to breeze through this. But <laughs> here's another really super weird thing about that lesson that I've, I've only gotten the chance and the opportunity to do it with some very young kids, like 10, like, um, once or twice now, maybe, maybe three, but, um, they shoot through that lesson, like in less than 25 minutes. And they will be working on it with some guys that are been goose hunting for 10 years for an hour and a half, you know, and, and they really, you don't, we don't do a lot of back and forth calling in the lesson anymore because it does not very beneficial for you to practice that shit while someone straight stares at you through a phone. It's important right, that you understand yeah. what you're supposed to get. So later on, when you're private in your bedroom and nobody's staring at you, a stranger, and judging you, it's a spotlight effect. But these kids, they can just take this. I say, do this, and they do it. 
um, and they don't have any of this um, previous instructions and muscle memory that's blocking them from doing it. So it's like, um, I do, for the vocalized O note, I do an example where we do it backwards through the call. And without fail, um, nobody's ever taken two times to get it correct. You know, everybody gets mm -hmm. it right the first time. And then you turn the call around and make noise through it, and it's about 30, 50% fail rate um, when they had just proven to me that they can perform it correctly. Mm -hmm. Now, like, when they do that note correct backwards through the call, when a kid does this lesson, it's like that, but with every single thing we do. Like, if they've never touched a goose call or had any goose calling instruction, it's just like, do this. All right. That. Do this now. Okie dokie. Is that right? Like, no, you got to do a little bit like this. Oh, like this? Yeah, you got it. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm like, all right, well, just go home. Uh, your hands will get bigger, so then that'll make your call sound better. And um, enjoy your life of smashing geese, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just work on your speed, and I'll hate you forever. Yeah, right. Don't hunt next to me. <laughs> but no, it's uh, so um, when a guy makes a conscious choice to become a better goose caller, um, does he start to get worse from that point? In a way, yeah. And are, am I teaching anybody how to do anything they can't already do? Not usually. I'm just kind of uh, putting it into a context that's understandable in a way. I'm so fascinated by this shit, man. Like the muscle memory part of it. Like you think you're good at brushing your teeth? Probably I've brushed my teeth my whole life. Right. No, man, your right hand knows how to brush your teeth. Yeah, you know, right. Like, yeah, put your, your left hand. Do it in the like, left hand, yeah. Stabbing yourself in the yeah, cheek and goes up your nose. Choking yourself, like gagging. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird. Now like, that whole thing is just incorporated in my life. And I started just looking at everything. Like, what, uh, is everything muscle memory that pretty I do? Pretty close. Dude, pretty close. Like, I was falling over, putting my pants on with the left leg first. And I was, uh, um, like just attempting to do something different than I already knew how to do it and just failing so miserably, like embarrassingly so. And holy shit. Yeah, that muscle memory is pretty, is, it is fascinating. Like it's, it's a, it's an interesting part of human Like the non-vocalized O note. Your brain goes, just blow into this goose call like you're blowing up a balloon. And then your body goes, nah, fuck you. <laughs> no, we know how to do this. No, and no. When we go uh, like this, we got to put a little voice into it. Yeah, exactly. Or spit train it, you know. Yeah. It's just a, it's a fun thing to do. It's um, really fascinating. And I, I've been getting a, just, I just think that everyone just seems to be going better and better and better. I'm like, can't wait to do the next one whenever somebody books to do it. When I was, and we were out there um, today, you know, screaming at Maltz. Um, was, a lot of that was running through my mind. It's like I was kind of went back to some of those fundamental things. I'm like, am I doing this right? And then, then I just hit some terrible notes. I'm like, you know what? This is not the time to be practicing No, <laughs> in the field. I'm just going to go back to the two notes I know I can make, and I'm going to stick with that. Some people <laughs> I've noticed, and I've noticed too, like as I'm getting better to explain it, explain these things, um, people get over the muscle memory stuff faster. Like I found a way to explain something today that I was just like, <clears throat> yes, I think that was, I think mm -hmm. that was the right way to do it. Um, or better. And... People just got different time scales for what it takes their body to readjust to, um, okay, we know how to do this, but we don't know how to do it like that with this way. And some people just need yeah, to. I think I'm going to have to like completely retrain myself from scratch, I think. I think that every single person has the natural. If you can talk, you can become a good goose car. Like every person kind of speaks, every every person across the world, they speak at a similar tempo, mm -hmm. like however many beats per minute. Mm -hmm. We all kind of use the same hums, inflections, whistles, and pops. 
to create language. And if you can do this, like what I'm doing with my mouth right now. What I'm doing with my mouth. You can be a good goose caller. And uh, I just need to figure out a way to explain it better. And I could get, like, I think I can get everybody to be a good goose well, caller. Well, it's like anything. The more you do it, the more you're going to get better at teaching. So True. And I'm just fascinated by it, too. Like, I, God damn. Like, I, well, especially when... Like, I first started doing it, and I was sending people out of here like, you know, I don't know why you can't do it either. Thanks for the money. Yeah, bye. I'm like, oh, God, I, can't, I probably got to get better at this. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just kind of, like, just sunk its roots into me, and I just can't stop thinking about, like, who's calling and what makes it the way it is and fucking reading shit about linguistics and, like, watching YouTube videos about language science. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Well, nothing, because you you're went full burdened on it. My mind wanders there, too. To, again, going back to today, I'm, you know, we're calling, we're doing this, and we're watching Flocks Ignore Us. And I'm like, what are they actually saying? Like, how can we, like, there's got to be scientists out there that are breaking down their calls <laughs> and actually too, trying to figure out yeah, what look, they're saying. Let's look it up right now like on Google Scholar. But there's not much out there in, in, in the ways of uh, Canada Goose language vocalizations Mm-mm, no here I'll, I'll check it though because they work i know there's been pretty extensive research on like crows um to the point where they're like they think crows can count um they have like a bunch of different words allegedly really is there yeah. where'd you hear that oh uh, it's just been random knowledge i've picked up over the years watching nature shows and reading animal books there's so much shit at, when you start researching geese like there's so much shit about just the diseases that they carry. Oh, I'm sure. I'm like, what the fuck? Like coronavirus? I'm like, he's got that shit like crazy. Like the COVID-19? No, I don't know. It's a different type of coronavirus. <laughs> no, the, the corona, yeah, coronavirus is a family of viruses. Yes, yeah, yeah. But um, Which it's amazing how the much. common cold. Like, I'm just interested in, like, how these things live, where they go. But, man, there's, like, entire schools de- dedicated to figuring out like what makes animals sick and making sure that that doesn't get right come to us oh yeah it's kind of freaky but it would be i think it'd be beneficial if you could figure out like what's a warning honk what's a what's a territorial honk what's uh this corn tastes amazing honk you know like like i put in Branta canadensis language. Maybe I'll try Canada goose. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't find nothing. And at one time I found one article and it was just like the basics of the basics. They seem to get excited before takeoff. Yeah, they do that. The female and when they're seems landing. To, <laughs> yes, the female seems to follow the male in the double cluck sequence. Like, all right, it's pretty uh, broad strokes yeah. we're painting with Thanks. here. Yeah. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? Exactly, and that was from like the '60s. I yeah. Was like, what the fuck? Where's some actual because, like, research? Did you notice this today? Were your were your geese relatively quiet? Nah, they were pretty talkative. See, ours weren't very talkative. We would we'd you know we even sit the ones there, you killed. Yeah, even the ones you killed. Like we'd be you know we'd be sitting there waiting off something. Like, ooh, did I hear goose? Then you'd listen, and you'd hear just a little hmm. little moan, maybe a little cluck, and then you'd look, and then you'd finally oh yep, and they're always like way way higher farther away than you think going off of the sound and then yeah it wasn't like when they were flying by that they were constantly talking to each other it was like they weren't vocalizing much at all really that's a better word to use for this vocalizations you're welcome well i'm pretty dumb so were they they were chattering where you where you were yeah pretty pretty 
what I would call typical. I didn't notice anything like we were hearing our, most of our geese before we were seeing them. We did too. Okay. I mean, mostly because we're facing south and they're coming in from the north. But oh, we were actually like kind of side shooting because of the oh, corn, okay. the corn situation. Yeah, right, right, right. So um, be like, and dude, we were hearing them. I don't think we see, saw. We, we weren't. Didn't, we didn't see all the geese we even heard. It was just, like they ugh. just weren't for us. They just weren't that talkative. So that's kind of interesting that they were. So where does this? Where does this? No, that was the last episode we were talking about the, the migration and how awesome it was. I want to oh, jump. Yeah. I kind of my body wants to just <laughs> go back into dude, it. Let's like groundhog day this for, for <laughs> forever man that would be pretty sweet then you could refine it you could refine uh, your decoy spread how you call <laughs> try different stuff see what works see what doesn't if you could actually groundhog day it that'd be pretty fun so here's the, the i found something here where they're working on a a switch that's activated by the canada goose vocalizations to uh scare them the fuck off the property oh wow <laughs> yeah like uh, all right, something they don't like. Yeah, we don't want that one. Apparently, that's my calling. Is is that switch? I think. Here's the one I think I read. The Canada Goose vocalizations from 1987. And that's the one that just says like the thing. The thing, the thing. They do this and they do that. All right. So all you nerds out there in college right now, here's a your your perfect. What do they call it? Your uh, not your doctorate. What what's the final? Your thesis. How about ducks, dude? Why do they only do the feed call when they're migrating? Uh, they do it when they're eating. No, they do not do it that fast. They kind of grow. Well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they do stuff like that. Geese make dad noises, dude. Oh. Dad noises? Yeah. You know, learn, one thing <laughs> Get I, off my lawn. One thing I've learned is like, uh, especially with all that band hunting, you let the, the geese land. Okay, so when a goose lands, you remember I said let them sit there for a mm-hmm. while. It's like they Relax. land. They land on planet Mars whenever they land, and they're looking around for the fucking alien to come out from the rock, <laughs> yeah, and they right. are scared. Yeah, they're right. like an alien's gonna come eat us. And um, after about ten minutes, they plant a flag. Like once they get the flag securely in place, and now they're defending it. Like yeah, that's right, kind yeah, of yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah, of what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And then they'll start making dad noises. And a lot of the noises like Canada geese are making is like... <coughs> 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 dad noises. <coughs> 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 That's all they do. Like, And then like... I mean, you watch... A, if you watch geese um, from the road and there's just like a 20, 30, 40 of them out there feeding, they are like 95% feeders and they don't make much noise. And... Um, People think they should do that in their spreads, which is wrong. Um, I still want to do the nothing but century spread sometime. Because mm-hmm. scouting, I've seen that, where it's like the whole flock. Every single one of them looks like that GHG century. Just the head is high up as yeah. they can get. Somebody, I like the, when people, when I get the, I want to buy 12 DSDs and I want to maximize my visibility. Um, what do you think I should get for feeders to centuries? I'm like, well, you just said maximize. You didn't say Almost maximize. Right. <laughs> so I mean, uh, if you think about a it, feeder like, is less a head, visible. Yeah, a head down is way less visible than a head up for sure. Maybe not way, maybe not way less, but less. And you just said maximize. So right. if I were you, I would buy all super sentries. <laughs> sleepers, bro. Of course. <laughs> yeah, all sleepers. <laughs> no head whatsoever. Um. Anyways, um, we got a little off yeah, track. Back, I yeah, guess. we were talking about calling. Well, calling. no, you were you were researching. You were trying to find if yeah, there was anything on there, actual vocalizations and. I'm the authority now. Language. <laughs> um, 
And I'm not trying to either like shit. I'm not trying to like shit on anybody's uh, whatever they came out with before this. Because I've seen Call Us and Sick go back to their eight tracks, you know. And right, what yeah. you have there is a guy who kicks ass at goose calling. Maybe he's the world champion. Or he's just really good at killing geese. Really good at killing geese. Good guide. You know, somebody figured they can make a good lesson. And they did. You know, they made a great lesson. Like, I watched Sean Stahl's Honker Talk religiously when I, when I that came out. I had it on VHS. Um, I got the DVDs when they came out. I bought, um, I can't tell you how many different uh, versions and new copies of uh, stage grammar, bad grammar. I yeah, watched them I, all. I watched bad grammar. And like, they're great. Over and over and over. But here you have a guy who's amazing caller for all these guys. And they just sit down and they, they make a really, really good script about where they're trying to describe like, all right. When I do this, here's what I think I'm doing. And like mm-hmm. that gets us to a point where we're at in the world with the goose calling lesson. And that's just why people are making spit note videos that say like, say Tia and do a goose call. Tia, Tia. And that's how you do spit. And they're, they're 100% nuts on correct. It just, it does, it, it's just not there in terms of a learning platform where people can start to draw their own connections we go back to like that um muscle car you got mm-hmm. you know i know how to you know i had a motorcycle for four summers i know how a shit a clutch works i know how to shift my gears um maybe just uh maybe we should sit down in the kitchen here real quick why don't you just draw it on this notebook like where one two three four five is whatever and just i can kind of just like practice well, with my it. feet a couple times <laughs> yeah. then we'll go on the road trip like i'm not going to jump in that car right now right. because i have the basics like cuz like i said everybody can do oit everybody can do everything on a goose call you can't have them jump in the muscle car without showing them right here's how this whole machine works and uh um i've managed to come up with some pretty like good analogies for like descriptive my garden the garden hose analogy is my favorite i think i'm not gonna say that it takes a little it's a little meandering it takes a little while to go get through and it usually doesn't come until like the middle of the lesson and uh so it starts to draw it's it draws everything into gotcha uh, an understanding but like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know just the, the garden hose analogy kicks ass and it kind of shows people where the gears are nice well anyways i want to do a lesson with you if you're listening to this. Uh, it'd be awesome, and I'd like to learn how to uh, how to become a better teacher based on teaching you. So, yeah, for sure. So uh, reach out to me if you guys out there want to become a better goose caller because I will make you a better goose caller. Do it. We'll throw your number out while we're, while we're at it. Email me. My email oh, is email. njohnson236. I'm not just going to put my fucking phone number. Well, that and you got back home with 8,000 text messages today. Uh, yeah. And you didn't see the one where I said I was coming down. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm up to 50, so yeah, I'm up to 55 text messages. Email. Njohnson2367 at gmail. Right. Njohnson2367. Text that to me, and I'll put it in the show notes for this yeah, episode. And, uh, yeah, I'd be more than eager to work with anybody. It's uh, it's fascinating or for me. Or get a and hold a of them on any of his social media. Social media. Nick A. Johnson Instagram. Njohnson2367 Snapchat. If you're... I guess I can't watch that today, man. My Snapchat story kicked ass. <laughs> I can't. Oh, man. It's, it's my Snapchat story kicked ass. There was a couple kick-ass Snap stories today because was, of that migration day. God, I should go through them all. I almost never look at Snap stories anymore just because I, I log on. I got 40 messages. Right. Oh, yeah. That's like a hobby. And then I just deal with the messages. I deal with my own content, and it's like, all right, now I got 30 text messages. All right, exactly. Uh, so It's cool. season, and I love it. 
I need to book you. I'm going to do that one of these days and All actually right. get it. So cool. All right. On, onward and forward. This has been the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast Waterfall Wednesday with Nick J. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Hey, if you got some uh, waterfall lovers out there that you know and they are not aware of the Waterfall Wednesday or Full Scale Outdoors Podcast, let them know. Share it with your buddies. Keep it going around. Uh, don't forget, if you have a beard, if you think about growing a beard, take care of that some bitch. Go to thebeardstruggle.com, put in code FULLSCALE15 at checkout, save yourself 15%. Thank you again for listening, whatever your passion, especially if it's waterfowl, pursue it full scale.